What's going on, good people? How you doing, Coco? I'm fine, Lily. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. This wine is good, yeah? This wine is awesome. It's so smooth. I know. I don't know where you found it, but I told you it reminds me of a, a, a good Chianti, mm -hmm. which I love. Yep. Um, We're going to have to keep this in our stable, so yeah. Yeah, but we're forever taking pictures of wine that we never take pictures of. <laughs> so R.I.P. To, <laughs> to whatever this brand is, because I don't know that we'll ever have it again. Right. We're going we to try. We're going to try. Um, so, yeah, um, we just recently had our wine down for the year, and it was a great success. We had so much fun with all of our friends. Yes, the food was great. The wine was excellent. The karaoke was something. <laughs> yes, it was so much fun. Um, we appreciate everybody that attended. Um, so what's going on with you? Um, I don't know, just, you know, I, I try to think of the new year as not being just the next day. Oh, okay, so you 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 get prepared for <laughs> what's, preparing what's coming. for it to, yeah, preparing to embrace twenty twenty. Okay, so um, I don't know. I I'm just wondering about everybody and what the plan is. I know some people are gonna party, and what are you gonna do? Um, well, I'm probably gonna just chill at home, and every year I usually. Just spend time at home to myself. And, of course, I'm drinking wine. And I, I create a vision board for the year, every year. I take that time. I, I chill. Mm -hmm. Me and my puppies. And I have my glitter glue, my magazines, my board. And I'm just making a vision board. You know, just, to, just so I can kind of set the tone for how I want my year to go and the things that I want to kind of, you know, work on throughout the year. Which leads me right into today's discussion of New Year's resolutions um, versus intentions. New Year, new me. <laughs> new Year, new you, new everybody. New new gym membership. You know what? It. We better start investing in some gym membership stock. Right. Is that, this is the time. <laughs> I know. Because Jan, come January, phew. Yeah, you know, we can invest it's right gone. quick. And then by March, just get out. <laughs> just pull it out. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's what we're talking about today. Um, resolutions versus in intentions. What's the difference? Um, And basically how our, our impression or what we plan to do with either or. I know that I am not a resolution type person, but are you are you a resolution type? You person? know, in the past I used to set resolutions, but um the last couple of years I've been working on setting intentions instead of setting resolutions. And and for you what does that look like? Like what what does that mean? For me that means like setting a goal and in setting that goal, I kind of take daily small steps to try to reach that goal. Because when I set a resolution, you know, we set something grandiose or something big. One thing, oh, I want to lose weight. Yeah. We're you trying know. to fix something. Yeah, you're trying to fix something. But what does that look like? We don't have no kind of plan in place. We get up, we start going to the gym, we start 
trying these fad diets and by February, we're over it. That's true. And I think too that there is um, more hope and less preparation behind resolutions. And I'm not saying that yeah. resolutions can't work because for some people they might. I think that for the people that when resolutions do work, they usually start as a resolution but turn into more of an intention because there's more effort, more planning put put behind it and more goal setting maybe. Mm -hmm. And I think that vision boards tend to be I don't I vision boards are less of a resolution to me, would you agree? I agree. It's more to me of an intention because I can see the steps. I visualize it and um Another thing I do, I once I make my vision board, I sit it like next to a mirror or something that I see every day, Some something that I have to, you know, interact with daily. So I'm constantly making myself aware of the things that I need to do on a daily basis. So have you ever at the end of the year taken your vision board and been able to like check off or snatch off the picture? Or saying of what it is you you intended to do or wanted to accomplish for that year? Yeah, I have. And um, last year when I did my vision board, I actually put an area on it with goals, like small goals, like steps. Mm -hmm. So as I'm achieving these steps, you know, I have little small token, little rewards where I can reward myself. But you get a lot of you know, rewards, girl. Not very many, but, you know. <laughs> I got a couple here and there. But that's you know. better than nothing. Exactly. But it, and that also makes me, you know, keep going because now I, once I accomplish this, I'm like, oh, well, I'm on my way to ne the next, you know, reward. Right. So let me push myself to keep going so I can get this next thing. You know, and it's not really all about that, but it's it's still about me, you know, trying to accomplish this little goal in order to get to my main goal my main intention so I can manifest it completely so do you think that um when you don't set intentions when you do make a resolution to do something like is is our resolutions more like people blowing smoke or not being honest with themselves you think or do you think that there's a true desire to make this thing happen and they just come out the gate running as opposed to, how, how about this? My favorite saying is the, the one where they say, how do you eat an elephant? And the answer to that is one bite at a time. I tend to think that resolutions are people taking the elephant and trying to cram it in and swallow yes. it whole. Yes. And that intentions are you actually eating that elephant um, bit by bit. Bit yeah? by bit. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. Resolution, like I said, it's like you're in your mind, you want something so bad and you I think it's more of wanting instant gratification. Yeah, too. you want it instantly. You put it out there and then once you realize that it actually take takes work and effort and time and you have to get up like say for instance, weight loss. Like, damn, I got to get up and go to the gym again. <laughs> I know, right? I, I've been there a week already, and I haven't seen any results. I haven't, I haven't lost a pound. Like, I've what? changed my diet, and I'm not seeing any results. So, fuck it. 
I think, you know, <laughs> resolution <laughs> done. I'm over it. Exactly. And then you forget about it. And then you right. st- you're still left with this um, issue or challenge. Um, yeah, it's like, well, I've messed it up. So I'll just wait till next year. And then next year is the same thing. And we keep doing this. And my, my another question, why do we even have to wait until the beginning of the year to start something especially since every tomorrow is a new start right why is every it every day why is it that new year's is even the time to who started that i don't know where that came from and i and i promise you i wish that i had researched that because we buy into so many different things and we question very little you know as far as these so-called traditions are concerned right. But I was telling a friend of mine, you know, a friend of mine was saying, thank you. Because, you know, they were dealing with some things and I said some things and they appreciated what I said. And I told them, don't wait until 2020. I said, today is your day. Their response to that was amen. But I hope that they really took that to heart because you can't keep waiting for that new year as your starting point. What is your starting point? Is it when you decide that a thing needs to happen and you're committed to it genuinely? And then if you are committed to it, for what reason? Right. That's when it should be. It shouldn't be. okay. because I do that to myself all the time. (laughs) You know, with my with my weight loss issue, I do it to myself all the time. Like, okay, well, I know I need to, you know, get back on my you know, get back to eating right and everything. So I'm going to wait until Monday because it's fresh. <laughs> Monday is the new year. Yeah, it's a fresh week. We get so, like, oh my goodness. But you know it's what? like I Saturday. Yeah, so I'm going to eat good today. Oh, the weekend. And I'm going to eat good tomorrow just to, you know, build myself up. Yeah, so Saturday when Monday comes, I'm just going to clean eat. I know, right? <laughs> Monday is the new new year. Yes. And we get 52 of those, so exactly. hello. Yeah. No, but yeah, so I, one of the things that I would like to stop doing is saying that I don't want to do something because I don't feel like doing it. Um... If I did that, I would probably never go to work. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. There are so many things that I wouldn't do. But I push that I don't feel like it to the side to do it because it has to be done. Right. And that's the approach that I want to take to my life in general. Yeah, we have to change the way we approach things <clears throat> and change the way we, we look at the things that we don't like to do. I was talking to um, one of my coworkers one day. And she was, I was telling her how much I hated to walk on the treadmill Mm -hmm. because um, I want to lose weight. I want to get healthy. I hate to exercise, period, point blank. And I hate walking on the treadmill, even though I know I need to do cardio. Right. And so she, she asked me, she said, well, what kind of shows do you like to watch? And I told her and she said, well... How about you start doing coupling? And I'm like, well, what is that? You know, so she said, well, coupling is where you couple something that you really don't like to do with something that you really like to do. 
So you can't do this thing that you don't like to do unless you're doing this thing that you do. You know, I mean, you can't do this thing that you enjoy unless you're doing this thing that you don't like to do. So I was like, that's interesting. So now that's what I do whenever I go to walk on a treadmill. Like if I'm one of my shows is on, I'm like, oh, I need to watch this. But like, oh, I can't watch this unless I'm, I'm walking not. on a treadmill. So right, let me go right, get on right. treadmill so I can watch this next episode. And it makes you want to, you know, do something that you don't want to do. Well, I think I need to be cooking all the time and dancing <laughs> at the same time because that's my coupling. Like I love music and I love to dance, but I also love to cook. So, I mean, that sounds like a really, it's really a good, good idea. idea, but <clears throat> I don't, I don't know. I, I think that we have to get over so many hurdles within ourselves and that's yeah. a whole nother episode, y'all, of getting in our way all the time, you know, when we want to accomplish something. So speaking of which, so what's your one what is your intention what is the one thing that you intend to do so my one intention for the upcoming decade or year is to try to be more creative in the things that I do and try to use my creativity in a way where I am like taking care of myself financially yeah that that um what did I read like seven you're supposed to have seven streams of income mm -hmm. heck just give me like two or three additional right and I'm good you and know? I yeah I feel like I feel like the most high always puts in us everything we need to sustain us so then tell me why is it that some people have the key and some people don't have the key because you look at people like now I mean, I have never seen more entrepreneurs in all my life. You go on Instagram, there's a thousand people selling hair. There's someone coming up with a different way to use CBD. And it's not just your everyday people. It's stars. You're starting to lend their names to products and, mm -hmm. you know, invest in starting to have their own companies. I mean, I think we all have, I think we all have gifts within us that we could tap into more so in order to develop and use to benefit us financially. We just have to learn how to tap into those gifts and we have to learn what to do with them and cultivate them. You know, I've always been a creative person. I'm just not, you know, taking the time out to cultivate my creativity and put those creative visions that I have into play Yeah, because I'm lazy sometimes. I think that's what it is. I think you hit the nail right on the head. The word is lazy. Mm -hmm. We're and lazy and we, we settle for working at somebody else's job and building their dream instead of really putting forth the effort into building our own. But that's just it. We're so drained making somebody else's vision happen that we don't have the energy or the wherewithal to deal with what it is we want to do and our dreams, which leads me back into... My intention of saying that I don't want to do something because I don't feel like it. What does right. feel like? What is feel like it? And I think that ties into energy. And and another thing, not to cut you off, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. But another reason that I, I've kind of not stepped into being as creative as I know I can be is because of fear. I let fear kind of 
hinder me on High a lot five. of levels because you don't, you know, I never wanted to, I'm like, well, what if I do this and I don't, and you don't, I don't make it, yes, I fail at it or it's not yes, good as yes, I yes. thought it was, or I'm not as good as I thought I was, you know, that's when we get out of our own we, way. Right. That, that's when we have to get outside of our head. We spend so much time in our head. It's mm-hmm. not funny. And usually yeah. when we're in there, it's not a party, you know, it's nothing that's, it's not good, yeah. you know? So in that aspect, it becomes easy to give up, give in, give up and go to this nine to five and do this job and, yep. you know, use that to take up your time and not think about, you know, your own cultivating your own dreams and your own creativity and your own goals and whatever it is within you that you know you have. It's easy to let that fall by the wayside because... And justify it by saying that you don't feel like exactly. you're too tired and then you go home and you lay in the bed and you mentally kick yourself for not doing something for you. We right. have got to change this way of thinking. Yeah. So that's that's my intention to stop thinking like that, stop being so lazy and to actually put forth the effort and cultivate my creativity. Um, what's your intention for the new year? Basically, is what I said. It's just like start doing things. When I say I don't feel like doing something, is that when I? That's when I get up and do it. I need to get that completely out of my vocabulary. It's either I don't want to do it, or I'm going. I'm going to do it. It's no, I don't feel like doing it because. I'm I am here to tell you this New Year's I'll probably stay at home because I am an introvert and I do love my company and probably not, you know, do much of anything except focus on my thoughts, the new year, maybe meditate. New year, new me. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Monday, Monday. I'm gonna say that. Mon- What's Monday the thirtieth? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that's my saying for Monday. <laughs> Hello. No, but but that's pretty much it. So we've come to the end of yet another year. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things that you will not be taking into the next year with you, and that you'll be leaving right here? Oh, some of the things that I'm not taking. First of all, some of the things that I think should die <laughs> at midnight. As a matter of fact, at 11.59 on mm-hmm. December 31st, some of the things that I feel like should just die out and just dissolve into the earth surface. First of all, um, the peacock feathered eyelashes. I think those should just disappear. I don't want to see them again. You know what? You call them peacock feather. They look like those, um, you know, those dolls you used to get when you were a little kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know, when you get her, at first she's looking at you. Yes. But what, when you lay week, her down, her a week into having her, <laughs> she got an eye looking at her left ear, yes. <laughs> and the other one is looking at the ceiling, and they don't stay open. Yes. Those lashes remind me of those dolls, and I agree with you. They they are ridiculous. I just need them to go away. Whose idea was it? And and I'm all for (laughs) beautifying and putting on some nice lashes. 
But we go overboard with stuff sometimes. It's like like a hood. It's like <laughs> I, I like a canopy for your nose or your cheeks or something. I don't even know what it is, okay? Yes. But yeah, those need sometimes to, to go away. Sometimes they're so long. They're, they stick out further than your face. I'm telling you, if you're talking to me and you have those on your face, don't think that I will hear anything that you're saying to me. No. And that I will remember anything you. other than... <laughs> Other than your eyelashes, okay? And my response, you might pick you out in a police lineup, sir. She had on lashes, long. I don't know. That's all I saw. Mm -mm. And then if you ask me something in that conversation, you might. My response might be, "Oh, lashes." (laughs) Don't be mad at me. I know. I know. Lizzo's ass. I'm over it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I would have to. I I don't see a need for it. I mean, she's so talented. Who who cares she's, about right? I, and I I don't understand. I'm you know I'm a big girl. I've I'm all for body positivity. I've been body positive for years now, and I'm not downing anybody for being comfortable in their own skin and being okay with you know what they look like, who they are. You can be comfortable in your own skin and not display your open ass at every interval. <laughs> but you know what? I think, well, first of all, Prince already did the whole ass outfit thing. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, been there, done that. And his butt was cuter. But if you'd like to suggest a show topic, send us listener letters or just submit comments in general please feel free to email us at keeplivingpodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at keeplivingpodcast and find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash keeplivingpodcast. And now, back to the show. The things that we do to draw attention to ourselves, to get out in the headlines, and the people that talk in our ears, are not uh, while they might consider themselves to be masterminds at whatever it is they do. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not paying the price, right? And when does it become body positivity, you know, or versus you know wanting attention, attention grabbing? You know, where where, where do we draw the line? Where did the whole body positivity movement? Yeah, where where does that come from? Because in the eighties and the nineties, I mean, you had girls that had turtlenecks on, hats. Well, I think body positivity is more so um, birthed out of um, people being talked about or bullied because of what they look like, because of their size. But that or happens because in of, everyday life. Right. It's just brought more to the forefront because you have social media. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's actually a fact of life. And since when do we have to justify anything that happens with our bodies with the rest of society? I don't, I don't understand why we're doing it. Well, like I said, I'm all for body positivity because I, I'm, I've been plus size all of my life. And I I've experienced being treated different because of my size. Right. So that's why I stand for body positivity. 
I think but, people judge you though, whether your skin. Somebody is always gonna have something to say about somebody, no matter how perfect, no matter how beautiful they are. And I and I get where you're coming from, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I don't think that that should tie into her having to have her ass out at a a sport. Well, I don't even right, know, I agree. I agree with it. I don't. I, I'm like I said. I leave that here in 2019 (laughs) let's not take that into the next year into the next decade and i get it when she's performing that's that's her 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 zhuzh when she's Mm -hmm. performing i'm good with that that's your thing do that but when we're in everyday life i just don't feel it's necessary well i can tell you this if she didn't do ever do it again if she never shows her ass again it's definitely not going to stop her from being great because she is she's a great a artist yeah she's on Period. fire right now yeah so what, what about you what are some of the things that you can leave right where they at the whole clean eating thing if i hear somebody else say clean eating i think i'm gonna fall out literally oh, fucked up. i said it earlier but it is <laughs> It is. So yeah, what is clean eating? eating? As as opposed to what? You throwing that shit on the ground and eating it straight. Dumpster diving for your dinner. Like what what the hell are you talking about? You know? (laughs) Don't judge my butter. Exactly. You know, if I want I want some butter, but yeah, this whole clean eating thing. I think food food is becoming more traumatizing nowadays. Yeah. You have your vegans, you have your alkaline diets, you have these new um plant-based products coming out. People who eat meat who are rebelling against the people that don't eat meat if I see another meme, you know? Yes. So, let's focus on eating what's best. Mhm. Probably you. what 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 fuels our bodies and what works for us. Mm-hmm. You know, flaming hot Cheetos on some ground beef with some nacho cheese might work for somebody. You know, right. I mean, everything in moderation. Yeah, everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything. Yeah, so clean eating is one of those things that. Oh, you know, one another thing that I cannot deal with anymore: hmm. fucking white woman tears. Oh yeah, what are they? Oh God, barbecue Becky and, yeah. and and you know the people calling. Yeah, I can't I can't fucking deal with that. Leave those fucking white woman tears and y'all taking these videos because somebody gonna beat y'all ass pretty soon. I think I think they're learning. They need to because you, you keep crying wolf and you calling on all these people. You nosy as fuck. First of all. You doing all of this for what? What reason? No one is bothering you personally. And you going to cry about this and cry about that. And then when somebody, you, you calling the police or you calling and reporting this. And when somebody actually beat your ass, you're going to be mad and really crying for real. Mad at her. And then you're going to be like, well, I didn't do anything with those white woman crocodile ass tears. When it, you're the whole problem. What baffles me is at the end of the day that there are people like that that actually take the time out to mind somebody else's business. Right. Like, mind what, the business that pays you. Exactly. Exactly. White woman. <laughs> and speaking of white people, the white people rally cries. Leave that shit here. Because we can't, 
it pisses me off that we can't come together and and have a thing without them being offended and wanting to take it for themselves. So every time I say that I like myself, it means that I don't like exactly. You. you take away from them. No, it shit ain't even. It's not even always about. It's not always about you all, but you all always want to make something about you. If we say Black Lives Matter, then oh, all lives matter. Shut the fuck up. It's not even about that. And it's like you're 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 downplaying how we feel about. Uh, ourselves and about our people you know if if nothing else has been proven through time is that cream always rises i mean people only go after you if you're at the top the only mm-hmm. thing is is that we got to get on board with knowing that we are at the top you know you don't work so hard to try to destroy something or to take something down unless it threatens you in some way, shape, form, or fashion, which it shouldn't, because if you were doing your own thing and minding your own business, right, you'd be okay. Right. So yeah, let's just leave that shit in 2019. Leave that shit in this decade. Let's move forward in a new decade with positivity and hope. <laughs> yeah. Keep hope alive. Yeah. For sure. I don't know. What else do I want to leave? What did I tell you I wanted to leave? Um, skinny tea. <laughs> no, not skinny tea. Those um waist centers. Waist Yeah, those tummy <laughs> squeezers. Whatever you, whatever you call those things. Waist trainers. Please leave them. Yeah, that shit can stay. I have seen people put those on that go from having no chest at all to having a rack on the front and under their arms get lifted. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot. Please leave those. I saw videos where people take them off and it's like pudding. (laughs) What the fuck? I'm sorry for the men who have to witness this shit. I'm sorry for the men that wear them. I saw one. Yes. Oh my God. James Wright Chanel has one on. If you go to his page on Instagram, his (laughs) life was lifted. He had he had the most communication with his chest than he's ever had in his life. When that thing, I could not believe it. Oh my God. I couldn't believe it. So yeah, please leave those. Um. Leave the baby hairs. Oh, the baby hair. I see. I was not gonna mention the baby hair on the we the wigs. I cannot. A little, a little bit. It's too it's much. Fine. But those swoops and then the people with the adult baby hair because they didn't took the hair from the middle of their head. See, I can't and, and combed I have, it to the front. Mm-mm. I have adult baby hair. When like you have it, judged right now. No, but yours is naturally there. You didn't pull it from the back of your head to the front of your face. No, I didn't. But I feel so judged right yes. now. Yes. Well, we'll leave that. My shit ain't going nowhere. It's gonna be there forever. It's been there all my life. Well, you can't, can't help it because your hairline is like uh, mirrored. When do we stop? <laughs> When does this end? Um, <laughs> That's horrible. That's fucked up. I know. I know. Um, I, I, you know what? When we were originally talking about this, 
we were just blurting things out. Like, yeah, we should leave that. And they should leave this. I don't, I mean, what else? What else? Um, skinny pants on grown ass men. That shit can stay. You know what? I remember when things, trends came in and then they flowed back out. Leggings, jeggings. Yes. Skinny jeans, they're not going away. Like, they, they got to go away. They got to make room for some flair. Well, you know, flair is coming back in now. Women, I, I see a lot of women wearing flair now. But, but you men, never see no guy wearing no flair. Men have, they have taken this fucking skinny pants fashion and have held on to it so strongly. <laughs> they refuse to let some loose fit jeans get back in this bitch. I know, but you know what? I think that some of them wear them to their advantage because they make their feet look bigger. That is not cute. But you, you know like what they say about men with big feet? You look feet? like a whole hockey stick walking around <laughs> this bitch. I not. No, it's not cute on no, everybody. No, okay. So leave the skinny jeans. Leave the um, what the booty out pants. The, the yeah, let's not do saggy that. Saggy bottoms or the <laughs> yeah, I I don't like that either. I wish that would go away completely. Yeah, uh, Kanye West, leave his ass here too. Okay, leave Kanye. Yeah, leave his preaching, reaching, Trump loving ass here. Him and Trump, matter of fact, leave both of their ass here. Well, they together. trying. They are I, trying. They need to. <laughs> Shit, Lita is here holding hands together with those. Um, what what are his shoes called? Yeezys. Yeezys. Yeah. Have you seen the latest ones? No. Are they nice? No. They somebody like said they sweaters. look like laundry baskets. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you you have to say, you know what? People stop buying into everything that you see because somebody's name is attached to it. Because I am here to tell you, you are just as great. And you can come up with your own stupid shoes. <laughs> but you know what's fucked up? Them some ugly ass shoes. They are hideous. They ugly. They look like fucking shark shoes. They will never be cute. Those are the shoes you laughed at, you know? Wait. So, I tried a pair on. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Ty has some. Yeah. The most comfortable shoe I have ever that's put on in said. my fucking life. She said they were comfortable. That now, shoe is ugly. It looked like you got fucking sharks on your feet. But, but you know that shoe she felt said. like I was walking on a cloud. She said they were comfortable. She oh did. my God. That she was the that. most comfortable shoe I've ever worn. And for the money, it should be. Because it has no style Whatsoever. at all. <laughs> it should has be to something. Has to yes. have a purpose. <laughs> so... Okay, um, one more thing, one more thing. I, I, I just need to leave this woke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't take it. I can't take I it anymore. Yes. Just because you have learned a thing or... <laughs> I was going to you know, say, you learn one thing. Yeah, you've learned something faster than somebody else. You know, doesn't automatically make you, oh, I'm woke. Oh, no, I, but but keep the woke and the judgment together. Yes. You know, because all of a sudden everybody is in a, a you know, they they're a guru all of a sudden. Yeah. You know, they know everything. Because I'm hashtag because, woke. Yeah, exactly. So I can tell you about about this shit because I know all about it. I am a firm believer that the things that you need to learn, you will be they'll find their way onto your path. You exactly. Know? The universe will put them in your path when you need to learn them. Exactly. Just because you encounter something faster than somebody else don't make you better than them, smarter than them, 
woker than them. <laughs> it, it was just your time to know this. Exactly. So don't judge somebody else because they don't they they haven't learned it yet or they haven't got it yet. And this is true, but we have to talk about the conversation we were having before we we started this before we started recording. Yes, before we started okay. recording. Okay. Um the whole the guy with the Boone's farm in the in the, <laughs> in the grocery store aisle. Yeah. Okay. So and we probably should have started the top of the podcast with this. Um, so of course everybody know last week, um or, or not last week, I'm sorry. The last, the last podcast. podcast we talked about dating. Um, dating and me being back into the dating world. And so since that podcast I've been, you know, going out into the world with more purpose and kind of trying to make myself open and available and kind of detaching myself from social media when I'm out in the world. So I was at the grocery store yesterday <laughs> and I was going in to get a little groceries and some wine. And so as I was in the grocery store, I saw this attractive guy and he was nice and clean cut. He was dressed nice. You know, I passed by him. He smelled good. He had the bald head and the, you know, the man beard. The grown that, man beard. Yeah, the grown man beard that black guys are rocking now, which was attractive. And I'm like, hmm, okay. So I'm, I make my way to the wine aisle. <clears throat> and as I'm standing there looking for a specific wine, it's called Porch Swing, y'all. And it's really, really good. It's a sweet red in case you're into that kind of thing, you know. <laughs> but it's anyway, bomb. yeah, Shout it's bomb. Swing. Right. Yeah. So, um, so I'm looking for the wine. And as I'm standing there, he he walks down the aisle and he immediately goes over and grabs a bottle of Boone's Farm. Not just Boone's Farm. Yeah, not just Boone's Farm, the blue. 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 I don't even know if it has a flavor, but it has a bright raspberry color. every time i see blue with candy with non-laters or something yeah, it's, it's raspberry blue raspberry <laughs> so yeah he goes over grabs a bottle of blue boons farm and instantly i was unattracted to him and i was like i was thinking to myself like damn that's shallow as fuck so going into the new year that that leads me into the whole new year thing what is your approach to dating because girlfriend the wine could have been for his um, meemaw or, <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. Or, or he could have just been reaching or, look, I'm trying he to get that him. that shit up so fast. Like he drink that every Friday <laughs> with, with night. Purpose. Yeah, with purpose. He, he didn't skip a step. He walked to that shit like he was floating. <laughs> I'm trying to give him an out. So to that I say, my question for you is, what are you going to do in the new year when it comes to dating? What is your approach approach to dating going to be? Especially since you're you're out there trying to be open and approachable and then you're judging the man because he has on white shoes. <laughs> yeah, I can't do the white shoes. Yeah, because I well, can't do if, the white shoes. Well, if it's like um, some sneakers or something, then I'm cool with that. Because niggas always look nice in a pair of crisp white sneakers. <laughs> Now, if it's just white, no, sneakers, white Stacey Adams type shoe, I can't fuck with you. With the little crocodile in yeah. the middle. Yeah. Oh, oh my no, God. I can't fuck with you. No. Get out. No. Goodbye. I have not reached. 
reached that age range yet. I because, and, and you know what? I'm going to tell you why. Because even if I decided to go out with somebody who I met and they had white shoes on, there will come a time where I will take him to meet friends or family or to a wedding or something and he'll show up with those shoes on yes. and I'll hate him all evening. Like I will judge him yes. all night long. And that's how I feel about that Boone's Farm. I cannot. And, it, and that's fucked up because I feel like the most shallowest person because the he looked so nice. He smelled <laughs> so nice. But he got the booms farm. And we're oh he looked every bit of my age. And I can't say I have <laughs> never drank booms farm because I have that that was my, my parents' drink when I was a, when we were kids. Yes. We didn't have money. We were experiencing drinking for the first time. Of course, that's what we chose. We wanted to drink. So we chose booms farm. We probably tried every color. <laughs> <laughs> but we're 40 and older, and I don't want to fucking date somebody whose palate hasn't, you know, grown since. No, but you know what? Sometimes, sometimes, but but here's how I look at it. Let's say you guys did start talking, and you couldn't get past the Boone's Farm, and then one day you all have this discussion about it, but at the end of the day, that's where you have the opportunity to come in and show him something new and possibly not miss out on what could be a great guy, but just somebody that's just not exposed or experienced. Or so you're going to buy white shoes, some brown shoes? I'm going to go straight to the store and get him the first bottle of black kiwi polish I can find. <laughs> We're we gonna fix them shoes right on up. <laughs> Even if I just give them some stripes on there. It's, just so... <laughs> it's gonna be something to tone down the, those like But you know what? Everybody has their little idiosyncrasies or their little peers. Yes. So. And that just made me look at myself like, damn, you judging this this dude. This hard. fine dude with the booms farm. I didn't even look at him again. I just rolled my eyes and Move my basket, <laughs> made myself unapproachable again. Like, oh no, Mm-mm. I can't. Oh my goodness, I so can't yeah, that was this. my experience. Can't take us anywhere. I tried. I know, I know. Yeah. We will do better. And I know you all are listening to us and probably think they are so crazy or they're, oh God, how can they? It, you know, it is what it is. You like what you like, right? And we like what we like, yeah. So that's that's what we're doing, you know, going into the new year. This is how we are approaching things with going into this next decade. Um, I hope you all are having a safe and happy new year. And I hope you all have fun plans. Or if not, you know, you spending time with yourself and just, you know, reflecting on the previous year, the previous decade, as you go into the next year. Um, you got any anything else, friend? Well, yes, I have my quote to close this one out. And it is from the great James Baldwin, who says, those who say it can't be done are usually interrupted by others doing it. So to that, I say, make it happen. Take that leap. Don't wait for 2020 to start. Start today and just be your best self. I wish you a happy new year. Um, Be safe out there. 
And we will chat you all up on the next one. Yes. Happy New Year's, everybody. Uh, and I and I did put an S on it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been seeing that all over social media. You know, it's New Year, New Year. without an S. Happy no. New Year's, y'all. Happy New Year's. Bye. <laughs> For more information about our podcast, please log on to www.keeplivingpodcast.com.